Good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital Flamboyant Winning Minor. It's Thursday, June the 29th. Uh, good morning, Paul. How are you? Very well. Thank you. Very well. Maybe the rain will stop for the cricket at large today. I uh, wouldn't uh, keep your fingers crossed if you're watching the cricket. I know that Ollie is watching it today, so he may be sitting drinking quite a few pints instead. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the news. And there's some really big news in my view uh, out this morning. And that is that Imeris, the French conglomerate that own all the English China clay pits down in Cornwall, that has all the lithium have actually signed a strategic partnership um, with British Lithium, the private uh, lithium company that's down there, um, just just by Victoria, Roche, uh, I think they said in the statement, St. Austell, but that's about another six miles away. Um, so uh, this is actually really, really interesting. Um, obviously, uh, the way that's set up is that it'll be 80% Emery's, 20% British Lithium, um, but, there is enough lithium down there to actually, you know, make 20,000 uh, tons a year of lithium carbonate equivalent. Uh, just to put that into perspective, that would be equivalent of a half a million electric cars per year. It's going to take till the end of the decade to get into uh, production. Um, but this is, in my view, a very significant move. It's a significant move for the southwest of England as well, because uh, it just shows that it can be can be done. Uh, unfortunately, it's probably not good news for Cornish Lithium because obviously they have a tiny little corner uh, of the English China Clay pits just across the road from British Lithium. We know they've got some financial problems because that was in the FT the other day, um, but well done to British Lithium. Um, Roderick and Andrew Smith are the management and they have Peter Long, who I have a lot of time for because he basically was the uh, creator of uh, TUI in the leisure industry as their non-exec because he's a big fan of Cornwall. Um, but congratulations to them. I, I actually think this um, is a very significant deal. And I think it's very significant for the southwest of England as well. Um, so that's uh, where we'll kick off on. I don't think there's much more you can add to that, is the pool? Yeah, I can add a little bit there too, is that it's a significant for Emirates too, as far as uh, their primary uh, lithium project is their Beauvoir mine, uh, Kalen mine in uh, France. And they had announced on the 26th that they had successfully created at lab-scale battery-grade lithium hydroxide, but also admitted they needed a pilot plant now in order to scale up to the next phase of bulk sampling and separation. Well, funny that, because British Lithium just happens to have that operating pilot plant, doesn't it, uh, there in Cornwall? So I think it's a good deal for both parties. Yeah, look, I'm in Cornwall all of July, uh, so you won't be hearing too much of me. Uh, I will be catching up. Uh, I know quite a lot of the Emery's people down there, actually, so uh, I can't deny I've already got meetings booked up with Emery's. Um, so let's just see. Uh, anyway, moving on now, Paul. Yes, we have to mention that's uh, hot off the presentation that the CFO, Amanda, of uh, Atlantic Lithium gave uh, at Proactive Investors last night. Atlantic has released the DFS uh, results for its Awoya Lithium Pegmatite project in coastal Ghana. Uh, just uh, uh, confirms everything that we could we saw it coming through uh, in the PEA and the PFS level earlier, and that is that this thing is going to print cash like crazy, 105% IRR post-tax with payback period of 19 months with a 
Uh, net present value of one and a half billion dollars. Uh, CapEx would be uh, under 200 million dollars and it will be simple uh, DMS uh, separation to create uh, SC6 uh, percent uh, uh, spodumene concentrates. Um, the UR reserve uh, calculated at 25.6 million tons at 1.22. Uh, percent Li2O, but uh, we do know the resource is up there at 35 million tons now, and it is still open-ended on many of the uh, different pegmatites. And the joint venture with Piedmont uh, uh, still has two other pegmatite fields in Ghana uh, along with them to uh, put drill holes into. And uh, just for evidence uh, as well, uh, the Piedmont only has 50% of the stage one concentrates in offtake. So therefore, there is a queue, Amanda says, for um, consideration for the remaining offtake. Yeah, unfortunately, the stock's off uh, a couple of P this morning, which is like 6%. I think uh, there's been so much news now on Atlantic Lithium that um, even with good news, you're going to struggle to move forward, which is the same. It's a great company, by the way. Uh, a lot of time for it. Uh, it's also worth just mentioning, by the way, it's the Melbourne Mining Club dinner tonight, which I've been invited to, actually, Paul. Are you going? No, I haven't been invited to that one. Oh, bad luck, mate. Uh, I was invited. <laughs> I was going to give a shout out. I was invited by EQ Resources, which is actually an ASX listed company, but it's uh, it's uh, a tungsten mine down in Queensland, the, the uh, Mount Carbine tungsten mine. I don't know if you know it. But you, I think you do know it, Paul, don't you? Yes, I've been introduced to it. Yes, uh huh. So uh, it's, uh, I think most people know that I, I have a pretty strong following in tungsten. Uh, we know pretty much every tungsten mine in the world uh, and who's playing in it. Um, so I will enjoy having dinner with them tonight. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Anything else you want to say, Paul? Yeah. News out from Horizont Minerals. The uh, laterite uh, nickel developer uh, toward ferro nickel in Brazil they have had the uh, multiple truckload size uh, pieces of the rotary kiln have now uh, been delivered to the mine site at Araguaia. So that's a really big piece of kit that uh, has now uh, come in as uh, to the site as part of its construction uh, progress. I mean, again, well done, Horizonte. I mean, we, we've done some work for them. We took them around China. Uh, but this one, they've, it, I mean, it demonstrates how long it takes to build a mine, doesn't it, Paul? Because it's been going on for some time. They just kept going and going and going. So well done, Horizonte. Yes, that's right. Uh, perseverance has finally paid off or finally paying off for them. And as they seem to be progressing on schedule, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other last little snippet? There's not much else in the UK. I don't think anything from overseas you want to mention? Yes, we have to mention the gold producer West African Resources in Burkina Faso. They have uh, fully uh, completed the debt finance for the second mine of theirs, the Kiaka mine. Uh, it's a big piece of uh, money. It's uh, shy of uh, $300 million as part of the cap capex for Kiaka. Uh, but uh, it... Uh, has a two tr tranche structure in this one 165 million in tranche one and 100 million in tranche two uh, but interest rate margin 5.3 percent per annum so it's pretty uh, reasonably priced debt i would have to say so um yeah well done them and uh, just shows what the uh, 
uh, banks think of the quality of their current San Brado operation in Burkina Faso in order to be able to support this deal. We're throwing out all the praise today. It's well done to everybody. Um, one of those Thursdays. Uh, very good, Paul. Um, I'll let you talk to Ollie tomorrow and probably for most of July, but I'll do a few of them. Um, but I'm sure some people will be pleased to have a break from me. Thanks. Very good. We'll see you later.